Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The connection between you and your therapist matters. That's why Alma focuses on helping you find the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search by what you want to focus on, like anxiety, relationships, or big life transitions. You can also specify preferences around gender, race, faith, and more to help you find someone who's more likely to understand where you're coming from. Alma also makes it easy for therapists to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of providers in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash notjustanyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash notjustanyone. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, one of the best managers in the game, Rocco Peltelli. You don't, why, why, you don't want me to say that? No? No? Okay, anyway, I'll say it anyway. Um, the importance of getting off to a good start. You've been on teams, playing, managing, coaching, and everything else. Um, it's sort of eyewash, really. You look at a 162, but at the same time, I've seen examples of it sort of being a springboard and setting the tone. Am I wrong or am I right? Yeah, I think teams can really do a good job of kind of catapulting themselves um, at the beginning of the year. And does it mean everything? Of course not. What matters is what happens at the end of the year and where you're sitting after a full season. But everyone wants the confidence and uh, everything that goes along with starting strong, uh, playing kind of, uh, you know, kind of free baseball, just going out there and, you know, not having to, uh, you know, deal with the, the stresses because the alternative of, of struggling at the start kind of puts you in a different mindset. Sometimes guys can uh, use that as motivation and turn their seasons around and end up having great years. Uh, you see that a lot of the time too. But I think if you if you polled everyone and asked them what they thought about uh, the beginning of the season, I think every single person, uh, both staff and player, would say, no, I want to have a good start. But you bring up a great point about, yeah, we can ta- tell ourselves it's 162, but then you have the grind of like the the media, the expectations, the I have to get right, or if we don't get right in a hurry, like that sort of, I don't know if you had like any examples of that playing or managing or coaching. Well, I think if you're in the game long enough, you, you see different sides of, uh, of how a season can go. Um, I think that 
you know, as long as the team is strong and stable, uh, I think teams can weather any kind of start in reality. But it does take a strong team to to come out, uh, not play their best, turn things around, have a fantastic year, and then go all the way. Because we're here to we're here to go win a World Series. You know, what does the first uh, week or two of the season? Um, have to do with winning a World Series? Well, it can set a tone for the season in some ways. Uh, that, that's certainly the case. Um, but ultimately, what what everyone would like, everyone wants to have a year where, uh, you know, you get going, you start playing good baseball early, and you, you just carry it. You don't, you don't see the other side of it. That's rare. I wouldn't say that's something that happens very often. But that's really the goal, and it starts on game one. Do you have, like, any, like, memorable starts one way or the other? Uh, in 2019, we started strong, um, and you don't play with the added stress of the alternative. You start strong, you play well, and you ride it. Um, that is not that is not really the way baseball is. Uh, baseball <laughs> season is meant to be played, uh, but it can happen, and it and it kind of lessens some burdens. But truthfully. Uh, in order to, to win a World Series, in order to go deep in the playoffs, in order to have a club that's prepared to do that, you have to be ready to deal with anything and everything. And I think that you almost do want to see how your team responds when, thing, when things do not go your way um, because you're going to see what they're going to do late in the year and even in October when you see how they respond to the difficult situations. You need to be prepared for everything. Um, but again, if you're going to ask me, I, want, I would like it. Yeah, you like to win. I'd love the, the fast yes. start with a lot of wins. That sounds great. That sounds good. Um, and then it comes to spring training. And, and, and Rocco, like, I've had this conversation a million times. We try not to get sucked in to spring training, right, too, too much. But at the same time, you might have actually been on Red Sox team in two, 2009, right? 2009. Got off to a bad start that year. Right? Maybe something like that. But I, I don't remember exactly. I remember, yeah. like, some really good teams where at the end of spring training you just weren't playing well. It just was sort of like this didn't feel right. It's not about the wins a lot, but this wasn't play. Actually, I think there was a lot of losses. And then it carries over and then get off to a bad start and you're uphill and I think you know, end up going to the postseason. But still, from your view- viewpoint about the importance of ending spring training and using that, is this playing well at the end of spring training? Well, everyone does want to play well, but I do think that um, if you're handling your work and you have your your major league team, your major league players responding to the messages in the clubhouse and going out there ready on opening day, that's probably the most important thing, if you ask me. Um, I've seen many, many different spring training situations, both team-wise, big picture, and individual players who have had a spring that looked one way, and the second the season starts, it is flipped on its head, and you have guys that struggled all of a sudden being your best players for the first month of the season. And I've seen guys that were the best player in the world in spring training, you know, have a tough go of it um, when the calendar turns and you hit April and you start playing. So I don't put too much stock in um, the statistical aspect of it. With pitchers, it's how they're throwing the ball. That does matter. Mm-hmm. Um, with position players, I'll, I will bet on the good position players to be good when the season starts, regardless of how their camp's gone. Do you feel as long as they're healthy? That's true. I mean, health is the most. Important. Do you feel good like heading in? I mean, I obviously, like, I, if you didn't feel good, you probably would tell me. I, I feel as I feel as good with our group and as confident with our group right now as I could possibly be. And do you feel also that the second phase of that is the new way of baseball? 
this whole spring has been an adjustment for everyone. Do you feel like as we've got landed here that that your group for the most part has a good, good grasp on how this how to play this game, how to how to manage this game and all of that? Because this is another conversation we have to have this year, right? I always say that players are very resilient and they figure out and adjust to whatever we give to them. They always have and they always will. And I think that these rules, uh, I'll only speak for our team, but I'm assuming every team has spent a lot of energy and time to uh, do everything possible to let these players figure this out, to mock these situations out, to discuss what's coming their way, and the guys will be ready to go. I do not think we're going to have very much... Uh, very, very many challenges with the rules. Mm. I think the style of baseball, though, that we're going to see in 2023, um, it's going to be faster paced. I think there's going to be more space on the field for things to happen. Uh, I think the game is going to be really interesting because it's gonna be, there's going to be people running around and runs being scored and action on the field. Uh, and you're going to have to get back to some core principles of playing baseball that maybe um, the game has kind of moved away from in recent years. So I, I, I'm, I'm already enjoying it, and the two-and-a-half-hour game is, oh, is a beautiful We game. had a two-hour, six-minute game yesterday. It's beautiful. So, but here's the one last thing, is that the one thing that you can't simulate in spring training is the eighth and ninth inning in a major league game. I mean, do you agree with that? Like, that's something that we're going to have to say because, you know, we're rushing around and we're having violations called and, and we're doing all this, which is all fine. But the intensity of those last two innings, I mean, that's have you thought about that at all? Oh, there's going to be some explosions uh, uh, in, different, in different ways and in different situations. We're going to see everything under the sun this year. Yeah. But I will say that um, if we're going to play the game consistently... Uh, under the rules that we have right now, um, we're going to have to deal with it. The game is not going to slow down just because it's the most important moment in the game. The game is going to continue at the same pace, and the game will be finished eventually. That will be the end of it. But it's not going to. Ch- the game is not going to itself at its. Uh, you know the, the way the game is um, is being played. It's not going to change. So we have to be ready for that. So the pitchers on the mound and the hitters that have to get in the box, they're not going to get the extra time because that's when the game normally does slow down and the tension builds mm-hmm. and things start and things start playing out and everyone's on the edge of their seat, us included. That all is going to be a little bit different because the game is just going to keep moving. And and I like games that keep moving. T-shirt on the line. Why isn't baseball isn't why baseball isn't boring? Why isn't baseball boring? <laughs> this I ask this to everybody, okay. right? This yeah, this is my thing. thing. This is thing. Why isn't baseball boring? And there's no wrong answers. Papelbon told me it's because it's grown men wearing tight pants. Because you know Eduardo Perez gives you a four-inning answer that belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's there's no wrong answer. I like asking this question. Well, I'm not that interesting, but no, I'm, but no, but, but, you, but my answer, my answer always to questions resembling this, my answer is always just open your eyes. Look at the players. They, they, if they don't grab your attention, you know, then then you might be watching the wrong thing. But these guys are terrific. They're they're absolutely terrific, and it all comes back to them. So, look up because they're what they can do is amazing. That's basically what Rob Manfred said too. So, there you go. Good company. 
winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.